Hi, welcome to Modern Made, the weekly podcast where you can get a dose of real and practical tips to navigate this thing called life. I'm your host, Marcelle, and I'm here to entertain, educate, and inspire you to live a life made the modern way. Let's get into it. Hello, welcome to this very special episode. Um, so if you read the description, trigger warning, we're going to be talking about, um, the loss of a pet. So trigger warning for grief and death, but I wanted to share some things that have been helping me as I've experienced this very unique loss that I've not experienced previously. Um, my companion and best friend, um, we, we had to say our final goodbyes to her, um, a week ago. And I've just been kind of processing and sitting and experiencing, you know, the stages of grief and all of those things, which I'm experiencing differently than I have with, you know, family members and loved ones. Um, and I think it's in a large part because of how woven into our lives she was. Um, so much of my day was spent every day, all day was spent with her and kind of around her and her needs. So, um, on August 14th, we said goodbye, uh, to my tiny girl and she was 15 years old and she had lived a, a wonderful full life and it was the right choice for her um, to make the decision to euthanize her. Um, I won't get into specifics, but I can tell you it was, it was not a great day that morning. Um, it just, it very quickly, um, ended up being where, you know, that later in that day we were making that decision. But in the weeks prior to that, you know, she had been exhibiting a lot of signs and symptoms and I had been doing some research and reading and really doing my best to kind of come to terms with the gravitas of that decision. Um, because being a pet owner is so unique. It's such a unique experience, right? You don't have someone that can tell you I'm in pain or this hurts and you really have to kind of know what, what you're looking for. And, and animals don't exhibit pain the way that we do because they don't have, they don't relate to pain in the same way that we do. So it's just been a huge learning curve. Um, it's been a really unique experience and it's been a roller coaster. Obviously, if you've ever encountered any type of grief or death, um, you too will know that it is not even day by day, but literally moment by moment. Um, you know, I was able to remove her bowls, uh, you know, and a lot of her things from around the house, but then seeing her food in the fridge just I was a, a mess. I was in a puddle crying. Um, so it's just, it's really up and down, but I didn't want to get on here to really kind of get into that too much. I really just wanted to share some resources that were shared with me that have been immensely helpful, um, to, you know, anyone that's experiencing this, or if you have experienced this before, um, you know, because it's, it's not a linear path. It doesn't ever go away. You know, I think we become adept at dealing with the loss and carrying the loss, but you don't ever truly get over it or get past it. Um, 
And I think there are some folks who, you know, don't really understand, you know, cause there are people who think, you know, pets are just pets or it's just a cat or it's just a dog or it's just an iguana or it's just a bunny. Um, but you know, your, your pet companions are so much more than, you know, some arbitrary relationship. They're, they're really connected to you in ways that are really difficult to express or qualify. And sometimes they're difficult for people to understand. And so you may be feeling like you're alone or you don't have an outlet for your feelings. Um, but so I wanted to share some things uh, that were shared with me that have been really helpful. So there's a website called rainbowsbridge.com that was shared with me um, by a friend of mine who had also experienced uh, the loss of a pet. And it's a really interesting website. There's a there's a chat room, there's forums, there's communities of people who have just recently experienced pet loss and um, you can read their stories, you can connect and kind of commiserate um, and just be around people who understand um, because the the initial shock of everything delayed my emotional response and I was just hit with a wave of grief at the oddest time. So um reading that has been really helpful for me and just, you know, seeing how different people are experiencing it. There's sometimes there's guilt around, you know, making the decision to euthanize. Um, thankfully we didn't have that feeling. Um, we are still very comfortable and confident in that we've made the right, we did make the right decision for her, but that definitely can creep up. That can be something that you experience. I mean, you just experience a myriad of emotions. Um, sometimes all at once, sometimes, one at a time, you know, it just, it's such a unique experience. Um, but the Rainbows Bridge was really nice. They do um, candlelight visuals on Monday. They hold them virtually, which is really nice if that's something you're interested in. There's just so many different resources um, from people who are experienced uh, in this, this area of this particular type of grief. So that's been immensely helpful. Um, also Headspace, I'm a big fan of Headspace. Uh, obviously this isn't sponsored, but they, I pay for a Headspace subscription every month and they have a grief pack, which has been really helpful. So it's just a series of 10, 15 or 20 minute meditations. You set the time that makes the most sense for you. And it just allows you to sit and hold space for yourself to feel whatever the feelings or stage of grief that you're in. Um, and to just basically that's just it to just sit and hold space for yourself. Um, which has been immensely helpful. My, my biggest struggle has been, um, the loss of touch. So I, my primary love language is physical touch. So I like to give and receive love in a physical way. And so, um, the inability to, you know, love on her or hug her or snuggle her or pet her or kiss her, um, has been really difficult. And I tend to carry a lot of my stress or pent up emotion in my body. So like my back will start hurting and those sorts of things. I won't be able to sleep well. And so meditating has been really helpful for me to be able to release, um, release that tension and those, those feelings, um, that I've just kind of held in my body. So that's been really helpful. Getting out of the house has been really nice as well. Um, you know, obviously it's very unique. There's a pandemic that is still happening. Um, but I took a walk today to a park that we would frequently walk her, um, when she was 
walking more, um, that we would walk her. And I went and I took my lunch and I sat outside and I listened to a couple podcast episodes, um, and just enjoyed my lunch. And it was really, really nice, um, to be able to do that. And just kind of get out of the house. Um, it's been very still in the house. So kind of towards the end, she was walking a lot less the last few months. Her mobility had decreased. I wouldn't say her mobility decreased, her energy had decreased. So she was sleeping most, if not all of the day. Um, but every so often, you know, she would get up and or she would come over and tell me, you know, she needed to go to the bathroom or something like that. And so there would always be some sort of break. So I'm was comfortable in the silence, but there was still moments where the silence would break. And so that has been difficult, um, to adjust to, you know, I keep expecting to see her come around the corner. So getting out of the house and, you know, we've of course struggled and grappled with how do we adjust our routines? Because again, our routines were so embedded um, and involved around her and, you know, what she needed. So we'd wake up in the morning, we'd feed her at first, and then we'd start eating and, you know, we'd walk her because we, all of those things. So we are just kind of trying to navigate, um, Mr. Modern and I were trying to navigate how we, how we adjust and how we adapt. Um, so now after dinner, we take a nice walk together just around the neighborhood for about, you know, 10 or 15 minutes, which has been really nice and just kind of chat and get out of the house together. Um, so that's also been really helpful and, um, really just giving myself space, I think is the, the most helpful thing that I've done and, and not having any expectations of what this grief should look like and not comparing it to any other grief that I've experienced. Right. So I've lost family members and, you know, people I love, people who are important to me. Um, but I'm not, I, I specifically have not been making that comparison because it's, it's different and not one is not more important than the other. It's just different. Um, and so I'm really just trying to give myself space to be able to process this, um, because it is unique and I've not experienced it before, but, um, I don't want to say the good news is, but the good news is, is that, you know, you're not alone. There's lots of people who have, you know, so much love for, for animals that they care for, that have experienced this, um, that can relate and you can have conversations and make connections with the, the, the most helpful thing has just been about talking, uh, talking it out. I was somewhat hesitant about recording this episode, but I felt like I just needed to talk about it. I've been talking about it. You know, people ask and when they, they ask, I'm assuming they're asking with the intention of they really want to know. So I just share, um, whatever I'm feeling, you know, today is hard, or I just cried a few minutes ago, or I'm actually doing okay right now, or here's what I'm working on, or here's what I did, or here's what I'm struggling with. So, um, yeah, I'm just really trying to give myself space and not be so hard on myself. Um, I've had her since I was 17 years old. I had her when she, since she was six weeks old. And, uh, you know, from six weeks to 15 years, it's a long time. We've experienced life. I grew up with her. Um, so, you know, there's just, I'm, I'm feeling all the things <laughs> and feeling all the feelings. But I did want to, of course, dedicate this episode to her, to my tiny, um, and, you know, just share the things that are helping make these days a little bit more bearable. So 
what that, um, if you are going through this, if you have going through this, just know that you did the absolute best for your, your pet baby and they loved you and, um, we're going to get through this and that's it. And thanks for tuning in to this very special episode. Wishing you well. All right. You got to get out of here. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe and download us on your favorite platform for podcast listening. Email questions to modernmade at gmail.com and give us a follow on Instagram at modernmadepodcast. And that's modern spelled M-D-R-N. That's it. See you next week.